it's late. It's um, I think it's, it's called Good Friday. I think today. So it's yeah. So it's a bank holiday day today. So this morning I slept really well um, last night, which was really lovely. And when I woke up, my headboard is my. I've got like this big raw in bed. And um, it's right next to the window, like literally touches the window. So when I have the big sash window open, the breeze comes through the um, raw iron frame. So in the night time, I can feel this really gentle breeze. It's beautiful. Anyway, so I've got like this foil. I say foil. What the material in Liberty? Um, and a blind and curtains, but I just like to have this. I'm just going to say fabric. <laughs> um, just just so I can feel the breeze coming through. Flies can't get through or anything else, so it's kind of nice. Um, and I woke up and it was like 6 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh my God, that sunshine is already so beautiful. So I got up. What did I do? Did I shower? Did I shower this morning? Uh, I did shower, yeah, I cleaned the flat, there were some pots that I needed to do, uh, and I had a bit of a clean room, got a shower, and was like, right, I'm going to get a taxi, and I'm going to go to the marina, and I'm going to start off there, I'm going to work my way through all my favourite places, so, um, I got my taxi, they turned up really fast, and makeup on, I felt really girly and really pretty and ended up in um, Thieves and Harry's and um, yeah that was the bit I've not been there for so long but first of all actually um, I went to, I think it's called the shop on the pier, something like that and grabbed a, a cappuccino, I went and sat on the waterfront kind of thing the not the promenade itself but looking out and it was just it was one it was really quiet there was people like running and biking and families with little kiddies but it was just so serene and I've not been around there in the sunshine since last summer so it was really special to just be there and sit and feel the warmth on my skin it was it was just so blissful and um then I walked up to yeah then I walked up to Thieth and Harry's and uh I don't really know Ali uh, so much but um I used to work near Ali's mum the people that heard Thieth and Harry's and uh Yeah, it was really nice to see because I'd not seen her for a long time, so we had a bit of a giggle. And then I went in and um, I ordered like a breakfast and I ordered black pudding as an extra and some hash browns. God, the hash browns were, yeah, naughty. Anyway, then I ordered a mimosa to go with that, so like champagne and orange juice. Like, how 
decadent is that uh, but it was really lovely actually because uh, a group of lads who sat down who would obviously you know they, they were they were drinking beers it was like what time I can't talk I was drinking champagne it was like 10 o'clock 10 o'clock on a Friday morning drinking champagne yes it's like an absolute fucking girl so um yeah and I was like you know when you see those clips um on like Facebook or something where it's like set up but so there's someone stood there innocently in the supermarket and someone's having a fake telephone call that's really bad and I was like sat eating my breakfast I'd, yeah I was dealing with some like personal stuff as well like I had some personal phone calls um and these guys were just like the weren't meaning to be hilarious I don't think well there was but like I just couldn't keep a straight face in the end I had to kind of like I went to the toilet thought about it and just thought I need to leave because like I'm gonna crack up but not in a bad way but in like a really funny way anyway so I went and sat in the sunshine oh my god on like there's a new bridge um, in Hull, the city that I live in, and it faces onto the marina. It's got these massive steps where everyone sits. It's phenomenal. You feel like you're on holiday. You actually don't feel... Not that I hate Hull, because I don't... I love... I love Hull, and I'm really proud to be from Hull. Um, but it's just... In COVID, those spots were so important to me. So anyway, and then what to do? Oh yeah, I bought some plants as well when I was down Humber Street. That was lovely. Um, uh, what else to do? I had to nip into Saint Stephen's, which is a shopping centre here, and there were some essentials that I needed, and it was just like. I wanted to get home actually, I was getting quite tired because I'd not normally wake really early like that. Um, I normally wake up at like 10 o'clock in the morning, which I know is lavish, but hey, I'm going through whatever this is. So, well, I'm not gonna get into that. Anyway, I wanted to get back onto red flags because um, I do think it's important I don't, you know, I, I do think a lot of this stuff that we're dealing with now, like, I don't know, I had so much, to, I always have so much to say, and then when I care, it's kind of like a bit of a fog, but, um, okay, we could pick up on some things that I've gone through in my last relationship, so, I'm not thin, not, I'm not actually ashamed of that. I have a um, genetical condition, which means that my fat stores on my torso, which is obviously dangerous, um, but it is a genetical condition. So I can lose weight, but just not as much as a, as a normal person would be able to. And my fat stores differently. Um, Yeah, digs about appearance um, or what you're eating or how much you're eating or just say what would make someone think 
that any of those things are acceptable. Like, some people say things like that and pretend like it's a health thing. It's not. It's because they're like, they're insecure, like, oh, what if people see me with this person? Well, you don't have to be with me, do you? You're like, you, you, choose, you want to be with me, but you want me to change for you. That's not how it works, is it? Um, there's so many things. I wear glasses and I was told that I emasculated um, so my ex-partner because I wore my glasses so I could, you know, it's like, yeah, they're like, they emasculate me. Can you not wear them? Can I not wear the things that help me see? So you f- don't feel less of a man? Mm, it's not going to work, is it? I mean, what is that? So, yeah, I didn't like that. I was, um, what was I? A fat fucking feminist bitch, apparently. Um, and I explained that feminism was about equality. Uh, I don't understand why some men that's their go-to kind of like insult how how can someone believing in equality be turned into an insult like that I just okay whatever Trevor um bizarre behaviour so <laughs> Um, yeah, the clothes that you wear, um, your hair, your makeup, none of these things are anything that any other person, unless you ask, is anything to do with them. Or your friends. Now, I had a problem because one person I'd go out with used all of his friends as a weapon to try and hurt me and told them things that they didn't need to know that were, that were personal about me. Um, I didn't like that. I thought that was... Well, it definitely was crossing a boundary when you start talking to your friends and bragging about me in bed. That's vile. That's not okay. Um, and lo and behold, he went on to say that I crossed his boundaries. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so I was just like, you know, once you hear things like that, and it's not just their friends, it's they're telling their work friends, and then there's the revenge porn side of it, where he was sending his mates photos of things that his friends didn't need to know about me, that's vile, so... Yeah, that's a red. That there was a lot of red flags there, weren't they? Um. So yeah, there's some pretty hefty ones, aren't they? So it wasn't for me. What I'm saying, you know, without cause and being made to feel nervous and anxious because of those things that happened. For me, it was like 
you've used pe you people that you know as weapons to try and hurt me and you've also gone to them about things about me that are about me, not about you, are about me. Very intimate things that I wouldn't even tell my own friends. So that's not keeping someone away from their friends. That's that's crossing boundaries. Um, there's just so many things people do. Like, where do people get off thinking they get to hurt someone like that? I've had guys I've gone on dates with try to get me to cancel seeing other friends because they're males guys inappropriately touch me when I've said no yeah try to kiss me or actually touch me or forcibly walked me home after nights out when I don't want them to because they want to come into my flat or my house whatever um, no thanks and they don't like being told no it's really strange how would you want to force yourself upon anyone that you and you know that person doesn't want you? Rejection's never good, or someone saying no. Um, I think rejection's quite a strong word, actually. Saying no, saying oh no, it's not my. Th- I'm really, really sorry. That's not. Gonna, it's not going to work. Or um, <clears throat> no, sorry. I think that you know this is the end of the road for me. And someone being really nasty. And, you know, I think, yeah, the two deserve different responses, maybe. Or, because when you're nasty when you're ending it with someone or you're letting someone know you're not into them, you can be gentle about that. You can just say, look, you know, <coughs> I thought I was in that spot. Um, and my feelings have changed. You, you can do that. That's all right to be nasty it's quite callous isn't it um, if someone's not taking the hint I kind of think they're asking for it they're asking for unkindness when they just won't take the hint um, I don't know it's hard isn't it but yeah you can be nice you can be civil and just go your separate ways um so there's this whole thing where you unmatch and then they go find you elsewhere find that very creepy and really predatory actually like stalkery like go away like we unmatched it's not the end of the earth like what are you doing um Yeah, some people don't leave you alone, do they? They don't want to do that. They can't. They can't let go. There's just so many extremes people go to right now. It seems to be getting worse, like almost like it's peaking. And people know boundaries. They know. And they know that the other person knows, but they push it anyway. Almost like they want to make it, dis- like, 
they want to d- destroy it or see how far they can push it and see if they can pull it back. But what I learned was that once you've been there, if it's not, if it, because things can be resolved, but both parties have to want to resolve it. And if only one person wants to revolt, resolve it, then it's fucked. It's like gone. So like, don't, why push it? Um, and that's the truth of it. Don't push it with someone who's not willing to work at it. Because they'll just be a bitter bastard and it's not worth it. It's not worth your energy. So it's true. Sorry. But some people are just absolute dicks. <laughs> it's the truth. Um, you, yeah. So there's no shame in going. We argued. It will not great let's try and sort this and at least give it a go but if it don't work don't like dry hump something if you're the person isn't willing to put in 100% as well or at least a good 90% um, they don't want to do it they don't want to do it it's meant, and I always think that they never loved you in the first place or particularly liked you or really wanted the relationship if they're not willing to actually try because it's not just about working on the relationship it's about working on you, your personal self as well you have to ad- admit your own faults and go okay I did this or I did that or I could handle that better or maybe I'm ready for a relationship Um I did say to my last ex-partner, I don't think I'm the person for you. Very early on, I was like, this this ain't going to work. This is like, there's something just not right here. Um, yeah, I, was, I did. I think I said that a few times, actually. More so because I knew he was having a fucking affair. Um, there was something like this emotional, weird affair that he was having. Uh, and I just kind of thought, well, it was an obsession. I mean, he obsesses over women. So, like, you know when you, when you hear someone say that they could never have? Well, that's literally true, because these women didn't want him. They weren't interested in him. So, you know, that's... And he knew that. He just couldn't let go. Um, like, he can't let go of me. Still nothing to do with me, is it, really? Um, yeah. You know, sometimes you just have to go your separate ways. Uh, it can be. that It's heart-wrenching. But if the, if the bad outweighs the good, you, you've got to just go, right, okay. At least I, I tried everything I knew. And it was just getting worse. So you, you have to cut your losses. Um, I'm pretty confident, you see, so I've just come across some real, some men who really need to work on themselves and uh, I also needed to add, you know, I've got, I've met some really lovely guys, I have, I've met some really, I mean, I'm dated a doctor he was very sweet actually um a law lecturer at the university 
really nice because you have very intelligent conversations you know um they're well spoken they're well educated a lot of these guys seem to be able to they like the similar things to me so art cookery some really lovely kind of travel um really beautiful clothes and it's just very comfortable nice dinners and nice wines and I mean it helps that these guys are are very beautiful I can't lie Um, yeah really beautiful men and I didn't think I'd be able to date more beautiful. And listen, we're allowed to be attracted to people, and it sounds vain that I'm saying that. And I suppose there is some kind of vanity in that. But um, my ex was really beautiful, but I dated a doctor recently, and he surpassed that. And he was very warm and happy and generous and, and actually very loving and caring um, um yeah very 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 lovely and the conversations were very easy and welcoming and he was like let's go on holiday together and just, just nice things so yeah um just really lovely men who've been very sweet very open very gentle and let me know that I was completely safe and that they would have a nice I would have a nice time and the you know and and everyone gets that kind of person who won't leave you alone everyone has some nightmare kind of dates but I still keep in contact with some of these guys I've gone on dates with and they're, they're lovely people. Um, you know, they don't really ask me anything too personal, I don't ask them. It's just lovely conversation. That's how grown-ups act. Uh, I'm gonna go to sleep now because it's, it's um, gonna be up early in the morning. I'm gonna go to a place called Marla's and have a cup of coffee with my best friend and go shopping and then I'm going to a gig tomorrow night so that's going to be amazing I'm really looking forward to that anyway I hope you're okay I'm always here and if you want to drop me a message just go to my Instagram let us talk about it I'm Sidel and let us talk about it